What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing great. I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. I'll be honest with y'all. Y'all boy tired. Y'all boy real tired. Not that any of y'all asked anyway, but yo, I am slightly tired and exhausted. I just had a wonderful weekend. This is not to brag or anything, but I just had a great weekend. Usually when people say this is not to brag or anything, they're about to brag. They're about to brag. But uh, yeah, I had a great weekend this weekend. I went to see one of my best friends from college. Uh, when I do I do a trip to go see him as often as I can. Usually it ends up being like once a year or something like that. I've been doing that for the last few years and it was so great. It was good to see him, his wife and his family. And it was just, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. It was, it was some R&R, some laid backness for me. It was some removing myself from the usual mindset and usual thought processes that I usually uh, go through. And it was just great. It just reminded me of like one of the things that I really appreciate about my friend. Um, and side note, it's good to have people in your life that change or cause you to think about things in a different way. It really, really helps. Um, it just makes life a little bit sweeter, a little bit more enjoyable. It just this makes life better having people around you that you know you can trust and depend on and that don't think like you all the time that you generally have the same uh, values but they don't necessarily get to the same solution that you may come out to just because you guys think things in different ways i mean i'm a city boy he's a rural boy um i'm white he's black not that that's important but um the way he grew up is different from the way i grew up and we were talking about some things of like just how we have impacted each other of how when he grew up, he only knew a certain way of life. He he only knew about like the United States to a degree, only knew about the state he grew up in. And where I grew up, I grew up in Nigeria and moved to the U- US. And so I opened him up to a bunch of other things that he never thought of before. In college, it was both of us were learning about different cultures. Um, he learned about other cultures minus the American culture. He learned about other countries, other people. One of the things he said was like, I like there was a door opening of like a different variation of cultures. Like he met people that he would have never met before. So it's just, it was just so cool. Like even for me, I've done things with him that I in my life would have never thought I would do. But and you can see some of those things that I did this weekend on my Instagram. Uh, link is in the show notes if you want to go check that out. If you want to follow ya boy. Yes, I'm plugging that. Yes, I am plugging my Instagram while talking about something that is way more fulfilling than Instagram. But yeah, but generally we did stuff that I probably in my life would have never done if it wasn't for him. But it was just a great weekend. And I say all that, basically all I'm trying to say and lead up to is the fact that y'all, I am excited, but I'm also tired. (laughs) I don't know if y'all can tell from my voice, but I'm excited and I'm tired all at the same time. And I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I don't know how long this podcast is, is going to be, but I'm kind of shooting off the cuff. Usually I have a, notes and I have stuff prepared and I'm ready to like get on here and discuss different things. But this time around, I'm kind of shooting off the cuff. And one of the things that I want to share with y'all off before we get into anything else is 
I am not an expert at any of the things that I talk about. Um, I'm learning just as much as you guys are learning. I'm a resource to you guys. But every single thing that I learn, I try to share it so that other people can learn it too. I am not a financial advisor, as you guys know. Um, but I'm hoping to kind of charge up a generation to know more about their financial situations, to know more about the things that they do on a daily basis that can help them get to where they need to be. And that's one of the things that me and my friend were talking about this weekend was just generally the moves that, that we need to make to get us to the goals that we want to get to, right? To, to meet the things that we need to do to get to the positions that we need to do, not just for ourselves, but also for those around us. And so that's basically the, the entire premise of this podcast is to give you resources, to give you ideas, to charge you up. A lot of what I say is to charge you up and to make you start thinking about things differently, just like my friend does for me. And so in this podcast episode, that was a very long intro. We're going to be talking about three things, three key points as to what you can do today that will help you forever and ever. If your goal is to be a millionaire, these are three things that you need to do to be a millionaire. If your goal is to ensure that you and your family can have what you need in order to to grow and be better than where you are right now, these three things can definitely help you get there. And then finally, as you know, on this channel, it's not just about one person succeeding but it's about ensuring that those around you also succeed. These are three tips that you can give to anybody at any point in time, whatever point stage of life that they are in. And it is the for sure solution. I'll, I'll say it's the for sure solution. It's not easy. It's three very simple steps, but it doesn't mean that it's easy. Uh, it's kind of like Christianity. It's easy to give your life to Christ, but it's a lot harder to walk through sanctification. Yes, I know. I just went spiritual when talking about money because to me, money and and my faith go hand in hand. But either way, you know, the final most important thing is like we help those around us just as much as we want to succeed. The goal on this podcast, my channel, my YouTube channel, the website, everything that I put out is simply to ensure that you not just help yourself. Excuse me for that noise. You not just help yourself, but you also help those around you as well. So anyway, the three tips, I'm just going to say it off the bat and then you can stick a, stick along for the in-depth discussion of these three things as we get more and more into the podcast. Those three things are one, live on less than you make Two, avoid debt, especially high interest debt at all costs. And three, save and invest aggressively, save and invest aggressively. And then I'm going to add a fourth one, which is to give, give passionately. So let's get into it. So the first one is to live on less than you make. Why is this important? In our culture today, it's we are bombarded with so many different informations. We are bombarded with advertising everywhere we look. We are bombarded on Instagram with ad spots, with people trying to get you to do something. I mean, even, even the beginning of this podcast, y'all heard an ad. Like literally y'all heard an ad for Anchor. So we're always being bombarded and being told like, hey, buy this, buy that, do this, do that. And we're being so discombobulated. I don't know if I can use that word in that sentence, but we're so hit from every angle of what we should be doing with our money or what we should be doing with our lives. Or even more so, we're also hit with like what it should look like if you're succeeding in life. So for example, 
the when you graduate from college you get a job the first thing everybody tells you is like yo you need a new ride or not even that you see com commercials that say yo because you have finally gotten out of college you need a new car you need to live in a single bedroom apartment by yourself because that's what independence looked like you need to be doing this big thing you need to buy this kind of furniture because yo you finally made it out of college it's time for you to enjoy yourself it's time for you to go on vacations it's time for you to get involved in all kinds of sporting activities that you never knew you wanted to be a part of it's time for you to join all kinds of things membership for a gym membership that you probably never going to use it's time for you to get all the subscription services that are available because guess what you're finally out of college you now can pay your bills you can pay your own bills you got your own money you don't have to be living on that noodle life anymore you don't have to be living on daddy and mommy's paycheck if they can even give you something anymore you're your own person and even better you have a job on top of everything you're doing you you got a job so you're doing well in society by societal standards and so we get out of college and we get into a whole bunch of debt and I, that's what I was talking about on live on less than you make in the sense of don't buy into all the noise. Don't buy into Instagram. Don't buy into YouTube. Don't buy into Twitter. Don't buy into the ads that say, yo, you can just do this and you're going to be cool. You're going to be the nicest guy around. You're going to be the flyest dope, dopest chick, dopest dude. If you just do all of these things that will cost you so much time and so much effort and if you're flashy you're trying to impress the people around you you're trying to and now the whole thing is you're trying to be woke about how you're spending your money so you need to buy the vegan leather stuff you need to make sure that you're buying the most expensive fanciest meals because hey i'm not about that life of putting other people through torture and all this other stuff and so we buy into all of these things that we really don't need to buy into, especially when we're just getting out of college, especially when we're just starting our life, especially when we're just finally tasting a little bit of that freedom that we've been yearning for for so long. But that's what we do. We live on more than we need to. We live on excess. How many of y'all in your house? I know I do, I know in my house, I'm moving right now. So this has been really, really like in view for me have ever gone to your closet and been like yo i have never worn that shirt and then you like switch through your closet it's like yo i have never worn those pants how many of y'all have done that or you look down on the floor and you're like how many shoes do i wear and it's like how many pairs of shoes do i have why do i have this many shoes and it's just basically that thing of like yo you walk into a store you're walking in the store and it's like yo i'm buying a new pair of shoes why you don't ever remember the reason why you bought the thing that you bought there's a guy on youtube that i watch he's he does videos on living a minimalist life and one of the points that he made was like it's not just about like doing away with less or living with less but it's also getting you to the point in your mentality where you are content with what you actually have and where you actually ask yourself the question regularly what is it that i own and why do i feel a need to go buy more things right you have to ask yourself and we have to ask ourselves what is it about this thing that i have to have that i have to go and buy that i have to that i cannot live without what is it about this experience because millennials and gen and gen z's we are more of an experiential generation than we are a buying generation and so what do we do we experience things we travel a lot we go a lot of places and the question is 
why do I need to put myself in a situation where I absolutely have to go for these expensive concerts all the time, or I actually, I absolutely have to travel to these places. Not to say that experiences are bad. Experiences are great. I mean, I just talked about, I went to see my friend. I mean, I traveled to see my friend. However, it's how you do it. It's, it's like, at what point in your life do you do these things? Like the advice is always like, yo, you should do experiences because you're young. But like I always say on this channel and on this podcast is good advice is not always good all the time. There is a time and place for you to take in good advice. You have to know what position you are in life for you to accept some of the good advice that other people are giving you. You have to know yourself. And so I would advise anybody live on less than you make. Basically, for most people, that means we need to downsize a lot of things. That means we need to maybe not buy that big car that we were looking at. That means if we're going to buy that car, make sure we're paying cash for it. And then all of a sudden your mentality switches because, yo, I'm not about to pay cash for that. That's way too expensive. It means we might need to live with a roommate for a little bit so we can get to the point that we want to get to. It might mean, yo, I'm going to pick up a second job doing something. I mean, right now we're in the Rona period, so second job to, I know nobody wants to put themselves in danger, but it might be where you pick up some kind of other gig, like I won't say driving Uber or Lyft, but like whether it's Instacart or something else, whether it's driving and dropping deliveries for Amazon as you have free time to do it. It might just be something like that. Like we pick up another thing to ensure that we are doing the things that we need to actually do for our future and benefit for our future. It might even mean something as simple as learning a new skill, a new skill that you've always been passionate about, but you've never had the time to do it because you've been busy to jump in and doing all this other stuff. And so it doesn't always living on less than you make is basically ensuring that in the life that you're living in the life that you're pursuing, you're not living in excess. You're not living for the flash and bang. You're not living for the fulfillment of other people, but rather you're living for the fulfillment of yourself, ensuring that in the decisions that you're making, you're actually fulfilling your life. You're living a fulfilled life, living a content life and is making yourself actually question do I really need this thing that I'm about to buy? This experience that I'm about to partake of? Am I only doing it because somebody said it was cool? Because we do that a lot when we listen to people on Instagram, when we listen to people on Twitter, when we listen to our to our favorite YouTuber, when we listen to our favorite person, we'll do experiences because somebody else said it's cool. And that's not the way we need to we need to be living life. So that's the first thing. Live on less than you make. And part of that first thing is creating a budget for your life, making a schedule for your life. Sometimes when we put ourselves in a routine, things tend to simple, simplify a lot more than we think. A lot of things that we think we absolutely need, it gets cut out. Now, most of what I'm talking about, I'm single, so a lot of my experience is focused on being single. Um, I can't really speak to married people, but I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff plays into marriage too. Um, there are some things that you will determine that, yo, I'm doing this because yo, my kids need the best stuff. It's like, they don't absolutely need the very best thing. Or you buy new toys all the time and all this stuff. It's like, it's not necessary. Don't worry. A lot of people are going to bring gifts for your kids. That's for sure. But part of it is also like starting to set that mindset early for not just yourself, but for your kids as well. 
So anyway, but I don't know. I'm not married. I can't really speak to that. That's for me looking on the outside in and seeing some of the families that I have that I'm very close to that have shown me the way that they have implemented some of these things in their life and they have made it a much more important stance for their family as well. So I, I can't speak to married married life, but that's what I've, I've seen. All right. The second one is stay out of debt, especially high interest debt. We referenced a few of these things on the previous one. A lot of these things are connected to one another, right? So the first one we're talking about live on less than you make. Part of the reason we excessify, excessive, is that a word? Anyway, we'll use it. Part of the reason that we go to the excess of things is because of these things called a credit card and because of this thing called a loan, because it gives us more access to money than we actually currently own. And so we end up doing something that we should probably, we know not to do, but because yo, I can pay this stuff later. What's the point? Let me just jump into it. We buy stuff that we really cannot afford. So we buy a brand new car, which is one of the worst decisions that you can make because a car loses, depreciates in value in like five years, very fast. Have you ever heard the theory of you drive it off the lot and then it loses all its value? That is facts. Like you take a car, unless it has a grace period or something, but most of the time, as soon as you drive off the lot with that car, automatically you've lost like $3,000 on that car. So if you take it back and you're like, yo, I want to sell you guys back this car on that same day, they're going to offer you like $3,000 less on what you just paid for it. And so it's so important that we don't play with debt. Debt can be very good. There are good kinds of debt that allows us a lot of us to go to school that allows a lot of us to be able to afford a house that allows a lot of us to afford things that we naturally cannot have or naturally don't have access to immediately. However, the problem with debt is simply it give, also gives us access to way too much cash than sometimes that we can handle. And so it's this two edged sword of like, yo, the benefits are there, but then you can also hurt yourself as well. And so you have to be so careful with it and you have to make sure that whatever it is that you're getting on debt, you pay it off as quickly as possible. If you have a credit card, make sure that every single month you're paying off that balance on that credit card. That is not your emergency fund. That is not your ticket out of emergency situations. That's not what that credit card is there for. That's not the point of the credit card. The credit card is for you to use to build credit so that you can afford things later on. So you have to be very careful because as much as you may want to invest in all this stuff, the best advice I can give to anybody is to stay away from credit cards as much as possible. To stay away from them as much as possible. Do what you need to do. As much as I hate credit cards, I still realize the importance because we live in a system that is based on credit. Use your credit card for the minimal thing. Don't use it for everything else. Use it for the minimum th minimal thing, whether it's buying gas every month and paying it off, uh, using it just for like your purchases of gas, some people use it just to pay one kind of bill where it automatically will pay it off every single month. So those are the kind of things that you use your credit card. It should not be like, oh, I'm going shopping. I'm going to use my credit card. No, don't do that. Do not do that to yourself. Because when you start doing that, you start playing the game of, oh, I have money coming in so I can just pay for this thing with my credit card. So you're borrowing from your future self, right? You keep on borrowing from your future self. Eventually, you're just going to be in so much underwater in debt that you're not going to be able to do anything else because you have to pay somebody else the money that you should be enjoying. And then the final thing is invest passion. Oh, I don't want to use the word passionately. 
invest aggressively that's the word i want to use invest aggressively invest and save aggressively and the sooner you can start doing this the better save have an emergency fund have a three to six month of emergency that in case anything may happen in case life happens because life will happen no matter what life will always be life and life will happen to each and every single one of us it is a good idea for us to always have some kind of expense account that hey my car just broke down i need new tires i have an account that oh okay boom that makes life easier because what that does it automatically calms us down we don't have to freak out about life happening especially when it comes to money issues one of the reasons that we freak out about money issues is we don't have something that can help us or we don't have this backup plan of like oh okay my car broke down i need to replace an engine or something and it's like oh snap i can't where am i gonna get the money for this like da, 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 da. it's not fair how can this happen boom 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 and then we freak out and because we're freaking out we can't look to the solutions rather we're looking just at the problem that we can't look forward to the solutions this is why it's good to have an emergency fund it's good to have open a high interest savings account and have an emergency fund because you never know when life will happen because guess what life happens life happens to each and every single one of us have a hsa account and not everybody has access to health insurance but if you do a hsa account is so worth it i promise each and every single one of you a hsa account is so worth it it helps you in so many different ways to have that account and then having an ira to invest and to invest for the future to invest for retirement because retirement comes much faster than you think it will I mean, yes, we're young now, but before you know it, it's time for us to, 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 to find something else. And who wants to be working and running around when we're old and we don't have the same energies that we have today? So these are the things that you need to do for yourself. Have a savings account, have an emergency fund account, have a, a, a IRA or a 401k if you work somewhere where they offer you a 401k. It makes a world of different i promise y'all it makes a world of different and then open a brokerage account like with Robinhood or with m1 finance or with charles schwab or any of these platforms so you can even save extra so you can save and invest more money into those things and i i say to everyone if you're just starting out investing invest in an etf and i'm gonna do a podcast episode on the best etfs for everybody to invest in or some ETFs for everybody to invest. In. I won't say the best because I don't know everything, but some ETFs that I use and I invest in because they're really good at what they do. And basically an ETF is an exchange traded fund which tracks an index. Most of the best ETFs tracks the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones, or some ETFs tracks things like the emerging markets. Some track just technology and those kind of things. So just know for yourself what you wanna invest in. The brokerage account just gives you another room to continue investing extra money. The thing is, once you start doing these things, once you live on less than you make and you have excess money, you're not going to want to go back to spending all kinds of money with your credit card. You're going to be excited about seeing your money grow in your investments. That's usually what happens. Everybody that I've talked to that I know personally and even myself, the moment I went, I shifted my, my mindset from using credit cards and buying stuff that I really could not afford to invest in my money into the markets and doing those kind of things. It became an addictive thing where I'm like, yo, why would I spend money on this thing rather than buying more assets? And one day we'll talk about buying assets versus liabilities. 
because a lot of us buy liabilities and not enough assets to cover those liabilities. So these are the three things we have to do. Live on less than you make. Stay away from debt. Stay away from debt, especially high interest debt. And finally, invest and save aggressively or save and invest aggressively. And then finally, 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 give, give. Because when you get to that third point, when you're investing and saving, what can easily happen is greed creeps in. Greed will creep in and you're starting because you're doing all this stuff and you're going to start looking at people like, oh, how can't you do that? Or why can't you do that? Or blah, 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 blah. And you get you become more of, I would say, a slave to your dollars. You become more of your sla a slave to your dollars. You start looking at money being the only and the ultimate thing. And in order to free yourself from that mindset of money being the number one and the only thing only thing ever because i mean earlier in the episode i said experiences are everything but experiences are important experiences are very important and so we can end up missing out on important experiences that we should do spending times with loved ones spending times with friends and family spending times with those who are important to us because we're chasing after this money thing and this is where giving frees us from that mindset you know, I love to talk about the mindset when it comes to money. Frees us from that greedy mindset where we're only chasing the almighty dollar. It's very important. We give. We look for opportunities to help those around us. We look for small ways to help and, and empower those around us. Even in this stage right now, there are things that we can do to help the people around us. So give, give. A lot of people will talk about the first three, which is live on less than you make, stay away from debt, and save and invest passionately or aggressively. But for me, the fourth one is just as important. Give passionately. Give, give, give. Everything that I do or everything that I, I, I'm trying to push through this channel is literally to get everybody to that fourth step. Because when it rains, if, if you're or not, let's not even use the rain analogy. Let's use that airplane analogy. The thing they always tell you in an airplane is put the mask on on yourself first because you can't help anybody if you don't help yourself first. And so that's why we talk about those three things. But when you get to the point where you're able to do the third thing, which is save and invest aggressively, at this point, you probably can start looking to help other people as well. And so this is why it's so important for us when we get to that third point, just give. Even throughout the process, for us to free ourselves from thinking that money is the almighty thing, free yourself from that mindset and give and give. It's so important that we do that. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I felt like this episode was very much me rambling about a lot of different things. But overall, I just wanted to share those three things with every single person that was listening to this. Live on less than you make. Stay away from debt, especially high interest debt. Save and invest aggressively and give passionately. And as we say on this podcast, always generosity is greater and greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm out. Peace.